This episode is brought to you by Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma. When it's time for an aircraft component inspection, overhaul, repair, or replacement, you need experienced technicians you can trust and friendly service you can count on. Aircraft Accessories of Oklahoma, a family-owned business since 1959, delivers just that. Our techs have real-world experience and provide sales, service, and overhaul for piston engine aircraft accessories. We also have limited turbine capabilities such as fuel pumps, starter generators, and prop governors. And we can overhaul propellers ranging from fixed pitch to turbine. Propeller pickup and delivery service is available. And one more thing, mention this podcast to receive 5% off your next sale, service, or overhaul. Visit aircraftaccessoriesofok.com. This episode is brought to you by Genesis Aerosystems, a Moog company and leading provider of autopilots for rotor and fixed-wing aircraft. The Genesis STEC 3100 Digital Autopilot provides increased safety, decreased pilot workload, and is approved for over 200 makes and models. To learn more about the STEC 3100, visit genesis-aerosystems.com. That's genesis-aerosystems.com. AOPA presents Never Again, True Pilot Stories from the World of General Aviation. In this episode, a champ pilot underestimates his passenger's weight with nearly disastrous consequences. Find out what happens in Uphill Battle by Jim Holder. A few years ago, after nine years of high-powered performance, my partners and I sold our beach debonair. I was not ready to hang up my goggles, so I found a nice 7EC Champ that had been converted to a 100-horsepower 0200 engine with a climb prop. Now I couldn't go very fast or very far, but I sure had a short takeoff roll. About a year later, and with 40 or so hours in the little gal, I decided to fly about 30 miles to the west to a big Saturday fly-in at Peach State Airport near Williamson, Georgia. Peach State has a downhill grass runway similar to that of Seven Lakes, our home patch near Jackson, Georgia. It was a cool morning with a forecast of much warmer temperatures as the day went on. A nice little breeze was blowing out of the northeast, but that was no concern to me, taking off downhill to the south at Seven Lakes. The champ would leap into the air as usual. I had half a tank of gas, about 13 gallons, and planned to top off the tanks at the fly-in. Just before departure, a good friend asked if he could fly over with me. He was an ultralight pilot and had heard it was bumpy upstairs, so he did not want to bounce his way over. My friend is a bit stocky, but I did some quick mental calculations and decided I would be legal to take him with me. So off we went, expecting to be airborne after a slightly longer takeoff roll. This did not happen. I cannot say how much further we rolled, but it was enough that I actually glanced down to see if I had left the carb heat on. It was off. I decided the little tailwind must be the culprit. We got airborne with runway to spare and turned out of traffic heading for the fly-in. On the way, I reflected on the long takeoff roll and decided that I might not buy any 100 low lead as it would be considerably warmer when we departed for home. Upon arrival at Peach State, 
We learned that airplanes were landing to the southeast, uphill, which worked out okay as at the end was where all the airplanes were parking and where the food and drinks were, on the south side of the far end of the runway. The northeast wind favored this as it gave us a slight left-quartering headwind for landing. Many airplanes were also taking off uphill, hopping rides, flybys, and all that. Seeing this and recalling the longer takeoff we had just made, I decided not to buy any fuel. Probably the only good decision I made all day. Some three or so hours later, with airplanes still departing and arriving in the warmer noontime hour, using the uphill runway, we decided to head home before it got any hotter. As no one was departing downhill, conflicting traffic, I just went all the way to the end of the uphill runway, spun around, and shoved the throttle forward. The first part of the runway was sort of level, so we got to about 45 miles per hour reasonably soon. She stalls at about 38 miles per hour and lifted off. But this was where the runway started going uphill, and it was going up as fast as we were climbing. I thought about aborting the takeoff as I knew there were pecan trees at the end of the runway, but I pressed on. Now the little northeast wind was blowing us toward the south end of the runway. I did not want to risk a bank at such a slow speed, so I just let her drift over that way, which was taking us toward the crowd, who I am sure were all watching my approaching air show. But the runway leveled out for about the last third, And so now our very, very slow climb was actually accomplishing something. Even so, I could see those trees looming ahead. I lowered the nose just a shade and got the airspeed up to about 50 miles per hour and thought about making a right turn toward lower terrain to the south. But that would take us right over the big crowd for sure, a real buzz job. After a few more seconds, it appeared that we would be above the trees, So I started a very slow turn to the left, away from the crowd. I estimate we passed over the trees no more than 50 feet above the tops. At about 1,500 feet, I got my breath back and commented to my passenger that I was very glad I had not taken on more fuel. He was talking now and very much in agreement. After putting the little gal back in my hangar, I asked my friend what he weighed. I was astounded to learn that I had misjudged his weight by about 50 pounds. While I was legal, barely, throughout the flight, I was not smart. If not for a hundred horses and a climb prop, I might not be writing this article. I can think of several things I did wrong that day, but never again will I launch uphill under such circumstances. If need be... I will just wait until everyone has gone home and then depart downhill. The Never Again Podcast is brought to you by AOPA, the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. You can find more Never Again stories online at aopa.org by typing Never Again into the search box. While you're there, check out FlyQ, AOPA's integrated flight planning software, as well as the many free online training and safety courses from the Air Safety Institute. Find all of this and more at aopa.org. The Never Again podcast is produced by Royce Earl. Thanks for listening. 
fly safely.